Thanks for tuning in to the Ninja Poet Podcast. I'm excited to have you back. Um, Today I'm going to tell you a little bit of story about my upbringing and one of the truest, (laughs) most honest poems I think I've ever written. And when I think about my childhood, this rings the loudest and the clearest. But let me give you just a very quick backstory. My mother is from Aleppo, Syria in the Middle East, and my father was born and raised in Kentucky. Um, I think he spent a good chunk of his time in Ohio, too. I'm not 100% sure. So I will fast forward a lot, but they met in East L.A. uh, and (laughs) through a series of wild events, um, ended up getting together and getting married. And my mother was Muslim, and my father was indifferent. Um, He became Muslim, um, wasn't super good at it, (laughs) but religion's hard for a lot of people. Nonetheless, um, my mother tried to raise us a little bit strict, and living in America and bringing your traditional Islamic, Muslim, Arabic (laughs) values to your two young boys who had just hormones running through their veins um, well until their <laughs> teens and 20s it was tough so when my parents did get divorced I remember the greatest joy of my life was not going to my dad's house because you know we had a great relationship but it was because he had a phone in a bedroom that I could use uninterrupted and so I couldn't wait to call girls and the reason that was so exciting you will understand as soon as I finish reading this poem so this is a little bit of my life growing up with a Muslim mother from Syria and I also want to preface this poem by saying I'm sorry to my mother who will probably not hear this (laughs) but she always gets very upset when I do her voice because she doesn't think she sounds anything like I make her sound Um, and I think she sounds exactly like I make her sound. So um, forgive me. This is a poem called When Girls Called. When my mother came to America in the 1970s from Aleppo, Syria, she packed just three things, her religion, her culture, and her hope, that she could raise her half-breed American sons with both. And everything was fine until elementary school, when boys and girls were forced to coexist. And sometimes, those little girls had the nerve to call my house. You see, back then, I was convinced by my mother that French kissing a girl was like dialing Satan with your tongue, so I never did. But when girls called my house, my mother always managed to put me through hell because she would pick up the phone first and ask, Do you know my son isn't supposed to talk to girls? Of course they didn't know. Even I didn't know why except that my mother didn't understand America yet and I hated her until she did. I can still hear my mother in her four foot olive frame and Arabic accent embarrass me as she yells, never call here again. My son does not want to talk to girls. 
by this time, I'm cowering under the dining room table, anticipating tomorrow's blacktop gossip about a gay boy named Sam. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Pretending that the phone never rang, that my mother could not possibly be explaining the difference between virgins and sluts to a young girl who probably just wanted the math homework. Then, my mom shouts for me, wanting a reasonable explanation for why girls had my number. I wanted to tell her that it might have been my fuzzy brown hair, my deliciously chubby cheeks, or simply my 10-year-old impulse to write my phone number down on the sweet-scented notes of fifth-grade girls who had a friend, who had a friend, who liked me. Though I was only able to hear my mom lecture me about silly religion and temptation and how hugging spread disease and kissing would send you straight to hell, but I was too young to care and God was too complicated. All I knew was that this morning, when the sun was a tetherball in the sky's blue playground, Amy Lancaster passed me a simple note, do you like me? Yes. No, or maybe. I circled yes and pledged allegiance to an American girl with blonde curls and sealed the deal with an afternoon kiss that did not conjure the devil. But if heaven felt anything like that moment, then I was ready to die for my sin. Um, that is my poem about girls calling my house and the pain and embarrassment I endured all throughout my childhood. Um, there was greater trauma than that, but for some reason that stands out. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a common denominator, I think, among a lot of traditional parents. <clears throat> in the ways in which we allow our children to pursue relationships and romance and love. Um, the American way is quite open, shall we say. And the non-American way, sometimes a little bit more restrictive and restrained. But that is a whole nother poem and or podcast. Well, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you call all the people in your life that you want to call without restriction. Um, Thanks for listening. I appreciate you so much. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, I'm at ninjapoet, letter N-J-A, poet, at gmail.com. would love to hear from you. Um, otherwise, I will see you next time. Thank you, and metaphors be with you.